Welcome to your number one source of information on women's pelvic health. On this podcast, you will hear from medical experts, pelvic health professionals, holistic healers, and patients themselves in order to learn and understand everything there is to know about regaining and maintaining your pelvic health and becoming your own best advocate for your pelvic floor, the most vital part of our bodies as women. All of the conversations are intimate, raw, and unedited in order to deliver the most authentic information possible. Today, I'm here with Melissa Garson, a certified life coach who has a master's in positive psychology from the University of Pennsylvania. Positive psychology is the science of human flourishing. It's living a life filled with meaning and greater well-being. Melissa is the author of the book, The Recipe for Real Happiness, where she shares the tools you need to strengthen your mental muscle and put you in the driver's seat of your life. She also has a TED Talk called In the Moment in Under a Minute, which is an amazing resource. So we're going to focus today's episode on how we can learn to be mindful and present and grateful and optimistic, even in the face of adversity, chronic pain, anxiety, depression, you name it. So thank you for being here today. I have wanted to do this podcast with you since last summer. So this is very exciting. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Can you first tell us a little bit about how you got started in this career? Sure. So I used to be a teacher in the Bronx many years ago. And I taught first grade. And what I noticed was that the children that were the most successful were the happiest ones, the ones that were confident. And I wanted to know, like, can you teach that? Can you teach someone to become more confident and happy? And I went on to get a master's in special education. And I work with children and their families. And then I had my own children. And then I went uh, back into uh, the fields of life coaching. I became a life coach years later. And in that program, my favorite course was positive psychology, the science of happiness. So now now I was like, I really need to learn this. So anyway, I went on to school and I um, got a master's in that, um, positive psychology, and I use that uh, now in my coaching practice and you know, with people all over, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so how many years ago was this? That was 14 years ago. When did you write the book that I just so read. I wrote the book the book came out um, just this past year mm-hmm. so that this book has been a real culmination um, of love over the years of things mm-hmm. that I've really found to be very helpful for most people mm-hmm. um, and it's the four main ingredients of, of happiness so what I want you to do for us is break down these four ingredients and explain how we can start to explain first what what each ingredient mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. what each step means and then how we can really implement these four things into our lives and even though you work not only with people who perhaps have chronic pain but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know anyone who yes. wants to improve their life no matter what the reason yes is i most of the audience here has chronic pain, pelvic pain. And I think that these steps to increasing happiness could help everyone listening tremendously because it's so easy to get stuck in your own head when you don't feel well. And that's why I thought that you would be the perfect person to speak on, on here on all of these topics is because you do such a good job of helping people understand 
how they can use their own mind to increase yes. their own happiness yes that's absolutely true and, and no one really pays enough attention to that absolutely we think that it's outside things that can make us feel better you right. know um absolutely so it's things material things or medication or drugs alcohol whatever we're gonna just numb it and yeah. feel better but the truth is there is that's not the answer obviously we know mm -hmm. so um yeah so the four ingredients i'll start with the first okay. one which is really love mm -hmm. And love, you know, is such a big, big term, but love, loving yourself first and um, is really self-care. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy, you know, to really love yourself. And life has gotten in the way and caused us to really kind of not take such great care of ourselves sometimes and take care of everyone else before, especially as women. We take care of everyone else before we really even think of ourselves. And that's really to our detriment as well as to the other to other people around us. So how do you love yourself? I mean, it's not, you know, well, you can say it, but how do you do it? It's by practicing it. Mm -hmm. All of these four ingredients, by the way. So the four main ingredients have 10 practices in each in the book, and they all really just are ways that you can start practicing, you know, bringing these concepts into your life. So love. So Loving yourself is the first part, right? And doing things for yourself, thinking about yourself, um, putting yourself on your agenda, you know, making sure that you, uh, we all know, you know, you eat well, exercise, but also just, you know, to give yourself some downtime. You don't always have to be producing. You don't always have to be the best. Mm -hmm. You just do your best, mm -hmm. you know? And there's a lot of that in the book. So love, loving yourself would be the first part. Um, loving others. So we know the social connection is one of the single biggest predictors of happiness. You know, just being conscious of who you spend your time with, right? We know when we're with someone if they are, make, if we're feeling good, you know, or if when, when we're with them, we're, we're not feeling good. Mm -hmm. We can feel it in our bodies. We know. And you really want to be conscious about who you choose to spend your time with. Sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes it's a, a boss right. or someone at work or a family member even or whatever. But when you do have the opportunity to choose who you spend your time with, choose it with people that really do have your back, mm -hmm. that you enjoy. And another another point that I wanted to share about loving yourself is I heard a quote on oh I actually remember have you heard of Gabby Bernstein of course so she has this quote on, she was on another podcast and she said that when you said and this was I think one of the best quotes I've heard all summer I'll say that that I remember like in the past few months she said that when you say no to something or someone you're mm -hmm. saying yes to yourself mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I mm -hmm that really resonated with me because mm -hmm. it's so hard to say no mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you feel so guilty mm -hmm. and mad at yourself or whatever it mm -hmm. is but mm -hmm. after I heard that I was like you it really made me realize that when you say no you're really just doing something for yourself yes. and you, yes. it's self-love and it's self-care because yes. you know that that's whatever that thing that you said no to is isn't going to help you in that moment and, and you're doing something beautiful. else to help yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And how wonderful. Such a good quote. That, right? It's such a great quote. Yeah. And how wonderful for you, really, at, at a young, beautiful age to really Thank know you. that now. Like, it takes people years. I mean, I know it now. Right. And it's also, you know, 
you can say no in a really nice way too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's really not always so much about what you say, but how you say it, you know, and you're saying it with love. The answer, yeah. like, I wish I could, but I just, I can't do that today, or I, I can't go with you, or I can't do whatever that is. So that's a beautiful quote. Good for you for, <laughs> really, because I agree. Yeah. And it's just, now it's about practicing it. And you know, it's really hard. I'm becoming better because I'm working hard on it. I'm becoming better at saying no and doing what I want to do, but I feel, I always still feel the guilt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I need to work well, on letting go yeah, of the guilt. Yeah, so that makes sense. But also, you know, be thoughtful. Like we all have our, our different, um, needs like so some people probably need to say yes a little more mm -hmm. some people need to say no a little more so you want to be thoughtful about your choices right right and so what you're saying about the guilt after you do say no so let's talk about that a little bit yeah because that guilt is a really it's bad useless it's a useless emotion yeah think about that yeah guilt is a useless emotion it doesn't do anything right let me give you an example yeah give okay. an example why not so this is a silly example, but the other weekend when my friends came over, we had the best weekend. And then Sunday morning, I wanted to go to a workout class and I told them to take an Uber to the train. Right. But I had been entertaining With, them all weekend. Right. T 10 minute Uber, no big deal. $10, whatever. Right. Who cares? Right. I'm like, make yourself at home, spend the day here. But I just, I wasn't, the I need to go to the out. class. I need to go to the workout class. Mm -hmm. It's going to make me feel good. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be here to take you to the train. Mm -hmm. And then they were like a little bit annoyed about it, but mm -hmm. they got over it quickly. Mm -hmm. And then I felt guilty about, mm -hmm. it was, I, mm -hmm. I was like, is this, the, is this the wrong thing? And these are my best friends from childhood. But I was like, right. is this the wrong thing to do? Right. Should I stay here? And I was like, no, I know I should go because who cares? This is so silly. Like, mm -hmm. this is my Sunday too and mm -hmm, this is going to mm -hmm. make me feel good and I'm mm -hmm. doing this for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I and I did it and I was mm -hmm. happy I did it, but mm -hmm. I still felt a little bit guilty about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And that's as you said, a completely useless emotion. Right. Right. I mean, so <laughs> with that, I get right. it. I really really get it. You know, so again, it, it, it's a choice and it's a feeling about like, you know, sometimes you have to think about how guilt how guilty will i feel do you know mm -hmm. what i mean like how like if it's something that you really you really feels not right then you just don't do it right you just don't do it because it's not worth it it's not worth the guilt yeah. you know sometimes you think about like is it worth right that right. you know um now i'm just going to say with that to mm -hmm. point you know I don't know where they're planning on spending the whole day or where they're going to be leaving in the they've morning been anyway. Since Thursday night. Okay. Then, I, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so here's yeah, yeah. the deal. Like, so if they just they come. They were leaving in and 40 they were, minutes after I left. Okay. And if they were going to plan to spend the whole day and you were going to be it might not be the coolest idea, but I get right. it. And so that was the choice. And good for you. And, and, and also, you're probably also teaching your friends too. You know what? Exactly. Take care of yourself too. Exactly. And my best friend said to me, she said, I'm going to do more stuff. I'm going to, I should be more selfish too. I said, yeah, you should. It's selfish in a good way. Right. You love them. You're not, you're not not loving them. You're just taking care of you. Right. That's because it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with me. And then they'll respond. They'll be like, nice, nice again. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. You're yeah. doing it and you're doing it with that expectation. Right. And it's such an amazingly, I didn't explain that well. No, you did. Okay. You really did. And it's an amazingly free place to be mm -hmm. because it's like you're, you know, someone maybe does something like you said that, that makes you feel bad or, mm -hmm. um, or they're nasty. They respond nasty. Like, you know, and again, like we said before, you feel it in your body, right? right? You feel like, right. Oh, like a punch in the stomach or if it's that bad or if it's just even light and they're just not nice, you know, and you often go like, well, what did I do? Right. Well, most often you didn't do anything. Right. Right. And then you kill them with kindness. Right. And you do it not expecting. Maybe they will come back and smile. Maybe they won't, you know, but you're just doing it anyway because that's you. Because it's a choice you make. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, I was just telling Ashley, 
ask someone this the other day that I remember, you know, growing up and my mom wasn't particularly mushy. Mm -hmm. And I remember one day, like when my kids were really little, I was like, you know what? I want to be mushy. And I just started to be mushy. (laughs) And then through the years, obviously I've learned and I've, you know, studied psychology Mm -hmm. and everything else. But the truth is you could do and be and feel and act any way you choose. You're not stuck. Right. So back to this person who may be saying something, which is a really big thing, by the way. Someone slights you, you don't have to slight back. Mm-hmm. You just hold your head up high. Yeah. You know, you don't know also, by the way, what someone else is going through. No. We don't know. Mm-mm. Even if we think we do. Even if we think we do. Yeah. So it's really a freeing, peaceful place to just be kind. Mm-hmm. Now, not don't be a doormat. <laughs> You know, yeah. but just be thoughtful and just be, be consciously kind. Yeah. What's number two? So number two is gratitude. Mm-hmm. You can't possibly be miserable and grateful at the same time. Good quote. So looking at one. what you have versus what you don't is just, you know, a gift that you give yourself really and truly. And, um, you know, so I say to people, like if someone's really 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 upset and we need like something quick in the moment right i'll say tell me something that you're grateful for right now just something and i've had people say you know i i just can't i i'm really I, i'm not i am so miserable i just can't think of anything and i'll be like hold on just just something 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 and ultimately someone will come up with something that they can be grateful for and that's the whole thing it's like i tell people to keep a gratitude journal or now on your phone or just before you put your head down on the pillow. I, wanna, I need to start doing this. It's amazing. Yeah. You begin to start looking every day for things that are going to go in your journal, right? So whether right. you write it or you put it on your phone or even if you just think about it before you go to bed, three things that you're grateful for from the day. Mm-hmm. So like right now, okay, here we are sitting. Yeah, yeah. What would be something, you have anything, one, two things that you would put in tonight? Sitting here with you Love, today. love, <laughs> absolutely, me too. Being able to be a out here in this beautiful we're in the hamptons and mm-hmm. it's on the water on the mm-hmm. bay mm-hmm. appreciating the appreciating beauty of nature the beauty around of you nature mm-hmm. um what's the third thing well, you still have a few hours left if you don't want if you does it have to can it, it has to be from today in specific it could, it could be anything i mean it really could be anything but typically you want to make it from that day so that you know then the next day you wake up and you start thinking oh this is a potential this is well, a potential. it could be something as simple as i had a lot of watermelon this morning and i love watermelon this Absolute. summer because i don't know why no that's, ex- no that's exactly right i'm just saying yeah you had a delicious watermelon yeah I mean, absolutely. So, so if I had to right now, yeah. What was yours? Okay, so mine would also be sitting here with you, like yeah. absolutely loving your energy you and too. talking to you and what you do. And I'm so happy and honored to be doing this. So, thank you. Thank you. Um, I went to a Bikram class today. I mm-hmm. haven't taken a Bikram yoga class in I don't know, 15, 17 years, and a lot of it came back to me. And while I wasn't like you know amazing i was certainly good enough and right. i was really happy that my body was able to do it mm-hmm. you know and then i a friend of mine recommended and told me where it was so i love that so that and that and what else happened today so far um oh i had a facetime with my son he's traveling mm-hmm. and i just texted him and said sending you love hoping you're having fun and then the next thing i know we facetimed Aww. and it was so happy yeah. you know so i mean just it could simple. be that kind of stuff simple simple 
just appreciating mm-hmm. and that's that's really what being grateful is about you know just appreciating constantly and so what happens is when you do think about the practice like i said of three things every day you begin everything becomes a potential for your journal quote unquote and so the other thing is a lot of times then you find the good in the bad Mm -hmm. so not just the good so for example if you're driving and like a guy almost hits you but doesn't it's like ah a gratitude (laughs) moment do you know what i mean and you're just walking around like a, a grateful being on this planet grateful to be alive and breathe well, that's what I was also thinking, yeah. like just waking up today. Yeah. And being able to yeah, do this and be here. and Yes. Let me tell you a crazy thing. Sometimes yeah. before I go to bed, I'll be like, thank you, you know, or I'll wake up. Thank you, bed, yeah. for housing me last night. I know. No, I know. <laughs> as silly as that. It's just yeah. a wonderful, I mean. I say sometimes, and I don't know if this is like the best thing, but I'm like, and I, and I mean this in really, I don't know what the right word is, but. Sometimes I'm like getting into bed is my highlight of the day. That's a beautiful thing. It feels so good. Yes, how nice that you appreciate your bed. Your bed, yeah. It's just delish, a smush. Good for you. That's so nice. So what, can I ask you a question? If someone is struggling with life, is in pain, physical, mental. Yes, yes. And as you said, like that that client that you worked with, they just can't think think of something that they're grateful for because they just feel so crappy crappy Uh uh-huh how can or what's a way that that you would get them to find something that they are grateful for so if i had because i feel uh like now i'm feeling good enough where i can think of so many things i'm grateful for even saturday i didn't feel 100 percent, but i was in the car with my family and my cousins and I, i had read your book that day and i've been thinking about all of the stuff that you teach and talk yes, about and, yeah. and i was thinking i was like i don't feel 100 percent, but i'm with my family who i love and it's a beautiful day out and i'm grateful yes but i could see how if you really didn't feel well mm-hmm. that wouldn't absolutely matter you wouldn't absolutely think that. no you're so right mm-hmm. and so that's why i say it's a practice because you have to be in it. You have to be in the conversation. You were reading the book. I mean, I've had people that I've worked with that have helped me with the book. Um, I had someone that actually worked with me a while ago on my website. And I mean, she was diagnosed with breast cancer mm-hmm. while we were working on my book. And not even the book, that was the website. And we we're just working together on, on talks and things that I was doing. And she told me that just doing this work helped her get through her chemo and her treatments in the most unbelievable way. I mean, that to me was so amazingly touching. So while the, it isn't particularly written for that, it can, these things can help but make someone who's going through something difficult or painful feel better. So specifically, you said to me, what would I say to someone mm-hmm. that is in pain how can they feel better? F- or find gratitude. Or find, mm-hmm. oh, you want to say gratitude? Well, it's kind of a little bit of all of the four, but I'm just going to say that I would probably have that person really just be very still and breathe. And probably, which we'll get into in, in the third ingredient, but and breathe into their pain. Breathe into their pain really just to stop we'll get more into that when i when i do some of the meditation and mindfulness but um 
but to find the gratitude in those moments is going to be the kind of thing where you have to just start somewhere. And the more you do it, the easier it is to call upon in the more painful moments. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if the person is sitting, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to do like out, out in the air, but if someone is sitting and is in pain, you know, you just kind of say, well, you know, what is working for you right now? I realize that you're in a lot of pain and you're not feeling great and you're really upset, feeling crappy. What is working for you right now? What is one thing that you could say right now that's good? One thing. And they could say anything. I mean, they could say that my Aunt Hilda called me this morning. They could say that, you know, my son is getting married in a year. They could say that uh, I'm getting a package from Amazon today. I, I don't know. It could be anything that they, you know what I'm saying? They could say any, They could say the fact that I'm breathing, that I'm still breathing, you know. Whatever it is, you never know what anyone could say, but just one thing mm-hmm. in this moment that you could be grateful for. And so, again, what I'm going to say is these practices is when you make them more automatic, they're there for you. So they're not only um, restorative, they're also preventative. So they help you feel better in the moment and they also help you going forward so that you don't slide down that slope as quickly. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That may have been a long-winded no, way no, to explain I, it. but Oh, it makes sense. And I think it's similar to also practicing meditation in the sense that the more you do it the easier it is to pick up when you feel like you can't do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the truth is you know sometimes it's i guess in a way it's also like golf you know every day is a little bit different Mm -hmm. you don't know you can hit the ball great and then you really can't hit the ball you know or whatever but meditations like that too it just becomes something that you have and if it's not a great day you don't judge it yeah you don't judge it but this this work like these four ingredients hannah yeah really are like it's like medicine it's like drugs yeah. i live on a different planet sometimes <laughs> i'm not kidding it's really yeah. really awesome and it's it's you know i'm human and the other thing is you know we're gonna have downtimes. right it's normal to have you know lonely sad painful right physically and emotionally you know it's it's it, it, to have that kind of we're human we're not yeah. going to always be up and whatever but to have these these tools in your pocket it's life-changing it's life-changing yeah yeah what's the third one okay so the third <laughs> one is mindfulness mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we were talking about before which is really about um being in the present moment now which is really all we have and we hear about it all the time you hear everybody talk about it talk about a present moment be here now be present be present but it sounds so distant and so far off, but it's really so, so, so simple. Mm-hmm. And again, it's an absolute practice. And then the people that are in pain might say, but I don't want to be in this present. This is not the present I right. want. You know, I want to be in a non-painful present. But when you fight where you are, it, it causes angst and more stress, you know, and when you can really just come into this moment right now and realize that that is all you have right now, it becomes very stressless, more peaceful place to be. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I created a little meditation. That's actually what the TED Talk is about called Breath Body Sound. Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. So I would imagine people could be listening to this and driving, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't want them to close their eyes. Okay. So you can actually do this with your eyes open okay. as you're driving. You could do this um, as a practice if you wanted to just sit, you know, as a, um, a formal meditation practice, you know, where you're sitting and you're actually doing this breath body sound or an informal meditation where you just do it in the moment while you're, maybe you're in an interview, maybe you're on a date, maybe someone's yelling at you. You could do breath, body, sound. Nobody knows what you're doing. You could do it any way you want it. So it's called breath, body, sound. And it's an instant way to come back into the moment wherever you are. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, if anyone's listening and they're driving, do not close your eyes. If you're sitting in your home or you want to practice or you're at your desk and if you don't want to close your eyes, you don't have to. You can just gaze down a few feet out in front of you or you can close your eyes. And just connect to your breath and feel your breath going in and out of your body. I'm going to close my eyes. Okay, great. Me too. We'll close our eyes. I'll start again. Okay. Okay. So close your eyes and feel your breath going in and out of your body just as it is. Don't change it and don't do anything with it. Just notice your breath as it is. And now your body. Notice what you're feeling in your body. Notice if there is any tension in your shoulders or any pain that you're feeling in this moment. Notice the air on your skin, the temperature in the room. And notice where your back meets the chair, your butt meets the chair, your feet meet the floor. Just notice what you're feeling in your body right now. No stories, no words. Just notice the sensations that you're feeling. And now sounds. Notice what you're hearing. Maybe you're hearing air conditioning, water, cars, people, my voice. Just notice what you're hearing right now. And now rest in awareness of all three, your breath, just as it is, your body, what you're feeling, and the sounds that you're hearing. And slowly you can keep your gaze down, but open your eyes. Bring your gaze back into the room. How does that feel? really good what do you notice calm calm Mm what did you notice about my language that you were speaking slowly Mm -hmm. and how about like the words like your breath as it is that you, you you were using your breath to speak well, mm-hmm. obviously, uh-huh. but like uh-huh. to really, uh-huh. like, but also as it is, you're not breath. changing, no. right? You're yeah. not changing your breath. You're not changing anything about your body. You're not saying, oh, my hip hurts because right. I'm so old or right. whatever. Or, and same thing with sounds. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not judging anything. It's just as it is. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're hearing a siren or 
a beautiful song. You're not judging it. You're just as it is. And that's what being in the moment is. Mm-hmm. Just being present with no story from the past or worry about the future. Because you don't know. You don't know what sound you might right. hear. You don't know what And why you might. have to sound a certain way or I, be a certain way right. or act a certain way. Yeah. Right. It just leaves you open to what is mm-hmm. as opposed to like trying to manipulate it or trying to feel like you have to manipulate yourself to feel or do anything. No, you're just like, ah, you're resting in awareness of what is. And your, your voice is your voice. And your voice, your voice yeah. is just what is. Right. So that's breath, body, sound. So that's a little that. meditation. And there are very various meditations. There's a lot of apps that are out now that mm-hmm. people can use. I know um, Calm is one. Breathe is one. You can do the free, you know, mm-hmm. meditations. Headspace. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just nice to really give your mind a rest because we're so well, on all the time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On all the time. And now with all the distractions with the phone and... It's a lot. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So we have to, that's also part of self-love is taking care of yourself saying, you know what? I'm not going to go on Instagram every time I have a free second. Yeah, I need to be better about that. Right? We all do. Just be conscious. Like, you know what? I'll pick and choose. I don't have to. Just because I have that that urge in that moment, I'm not going to do it. I really need to work on that. That's self-love. Yeah. Right? So that's so that's the mindfulness piece. There's so much more, but I'm just giving you kind of like the, mm-hmm. the overview. And the fourth? And the fourth is learning. Learning. So listen, as long as we're on this earth, we're going to experience things. Good, bad, challenging, fun, easy, all, all different kinds of experiences. And nothing I say is for naught. Everything is something you can learn from. So why beat yourself up for something that didn't go the way you wanted it to? Or if you said something you didn't want to say? Or, why? Just say, you know what? I'm going to learn from this. Mm-hmm. How can I learn from this situation? And you can learn something. Absolutely. From everything. Right. So in my experience, I I said that all of the health issues I had turned into something so much greater. Mm-hmm. And I made an... Inst- I talked about this on another episode, but I made an Instagram post about how... I actually want to find it right now and I'll tell you. So it was a quote that I had this amazing woman on the podcast named Ariel. She's an herbalist, like an amazing herbalist in the city. And she gave this quote that really resonated with me. And I posted it on my Instagram and I got, it was the first, here, let me find the quote. It's right here. Um, Hold on. Okay. So her quote was, and this was, this is about having pain, chronic pain. Mm -hmm. It teaches you how to slow down. A lot of people find the gifts in that in terms of stopping and smelling the roses and taking care of themselves. And so I posted that and I wrote uh, a, a caption and I said that one of the gifts in having pain is learning to take care of yourself more because we're used to this life of going and doing and Mm -hmm. not thinking about our bodies and Mm -hmm. our minds Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when we are forced to slow down and Mm -hmm. and not do things Mm -hmm. we learn how important that is Mm -hmm. and how much our body needs that Mm -hmm. and someone commented on it 
and this was like the first real kind of negative Instagram comment I received and someone this woman said I appreciate this page and your information but just so you know like chronic pain cannot be is in no way a gift there's no education that comes from it there may be good that comes for some but I would trade it for a second and making it out to be some healing experience is insulting mm-hmm mm-hmm and then after I read that I was like because I just how you think I believe and it's not I'm not trying to say that that having pain is a gift and right, that right something good's gonna come from it I'm just right. saying that I do believe that there is something to be drawn out mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, all of these mm-hmm, bad experiences mm-hmm, that we have and mm-hmm. no one I don't want anyone to suffer and right, neither do you but mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm there is something greater that we're supposed to gain from these challenges. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I don't know. I didn't know how to respond to that or what to make of that. I mean, yeah, no, I I understand. (laughs) I understand very well what you're saying. So it is what it is. Like she has the pain anyway. Right. So what you're saying is to kind of use it in some way. Of course, she doesn't want to have it. Of course, you didn't want to have it. Nobody wants to have a difficult, a challenge or be in pain. Nobody wants that. But if you have it anyway, right, do the best that you can to make yourself feel better, whatever that is, right? That's something healthy, yeah, yeah. a healthy way, obviously, to make yourself feel better. And so if shifting your mind... And which we, is so important. Which is so important, which is really what this kind of whole thing is all about, yeah. is that really... You know, taking control of your own well-being and happiness is so connected to your physical health, body. Your physical body, absolutely. So, unfortunately, I, I you know, I, I'm sorry for her. I get what uh-huh. she's saying, but unfortunately, you know, okay, she's got it anyway. So then, what is she going to do with it? Do you know what I mean? It's right. like, and and I love this quote, which is the pessimist sees the challenge in every opportunity. The op the optimist sees the um opportunity in every challenge right oh yeah so it's just it's really a mindset thing we know if we can shift our mindsets and fill ourselves with more positive emotions okay it will help build physical and emotional resilience and that's like science it's proven and that's science yeah it's science i mean you can change your your cells Mm -hmm. your cells with positivity Mm -hmm. you can change that so um you know so just knowing that if you fill yourself with positive emotions you are you know reducing your stress level lowering inflammation increasing your immunity your body responds your body responds absolutely so like i said before it's not just restorative, it's preventative. It's all of the above. Mm-hmm. So again, it's practices. And we need to stay in the conversation. And, you know, I hate to, I'm not a, a, yeah, a salesy yeah. person, but that book, my little book, if you yeah. really pick that up and just pick one thing each day or pick one thing and do a practice for the week and just try Should them all pick out. One? I have it right here. Pick, oh yeah, pick one out. Okay. That'd be fun. <laughs> just you could just turn to whatever okay. page. I always say yeah, that you could just open up to any page, and there's something to do on it. And if you practice these things and really make them part of who you are, you know, they really are there for you. They work for you. 
now I'm, I'm not doing random. I need to do random. I'm like flipping to the one that okay, I want. Take, take okay, take random. Express your gratitude. Whenever you feel grateful for something someone has said or done, make sure you share your gratitude. Stop, take a minute, and show your appreciation. When you share positivity with others, both you and the person you are appreciating, share what is known as a micro moment of love. You are creating a momentary emotional connection. This is a practice that you can cultivate. These moments can make you not only happier, but healthier as well. Pay attention and look for the things that others do for you. Share your gratitude. Sincerely tell others how much you appreciate them. Say an extra big thank you every time someone does or someone every time someone says or does something nice for you today. You'll feel good and they will too. And then the quote on the next page is no one who achieves success does so without acknowledging the help of others. The wise and confident acknowledge this help with gratitude. What an uh, amazing one that you pick because sharing how health, mm-hmm. right? How it you know yeah. impacts your health. But like think about it, appreciation. Right. I mean, it is such an important, important quality to live in appreciation for things that people do. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know that micro moment of love. Someone gives you your tea. Right. It's like thank you so much, and the person looks at you, you look at them, and you're talking. You know, and you're connecting. I mean, this is someone you don't even know, yeah, right? And yeah. that is a micro moment of love. You it's imagine so all day too. long, all day long, just doing that. Doing that, yeah. Connect, connect, connect. Mm-hmm. Appreciate, appreciate. It's important. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll go, sometimes I'll, if I'm in a store or something and someone's helping me, you know, I'll go to, I'll tell the manager, I'll like, I know you know, but so-and-so has just been, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, you know, more often than not, people complain. Right, right, right. So it's so nice to not do that. It's so nice to share when someone is really helpful. And why not? You know, people are wonderful and they go out of their way. And when you show your appreciation, it just it all goes around. Mm-hmm. You, and you don't do it for that, though. You don't do it with any expectation. You just do it because, mm-hmm. because you feel it. So we talked a little bit about this before, but the correlation between happiness and health mm-hmm. and how... They feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. When you're happier, you feel healthier. Mm-hmm. When you're healthier, you feel happier. And I mean, all of these four ingredients that you wrote about that we just have gone over are ways to make you feel happier and, and more fulfilled and more grateful. But do you have any other ways in which we can implement these four things? So let's just say, so we've got love, mm-hmm. gratitude, mindfulness, and learning, right? Mm-hmm. So what other ways can someone let's just or like say, how can we use pain? those ways like say we're in a moment and we're like i feel like shit right now i feel like crap right now and i'm not happy like what's a technique using those principles okay. to, so that to, that's a great question so that's why i call it a recipe for real happiness because if these are the ingredients but sometimes you might need a little bit more of this or a little more of right. that so if you really own and learn the four love gratitude, mindfulness, learning, and you say, okay, I'm feeling shitty right now. You know, what am I thinking? I'm thinking, you know, why me? Why do I have mm-hmm, this pain? And mm-hmm. all my friends are out and they're all, exactly. blah, 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 but I'm here, blah, blah, blah. So then you might say, what do I need right now a little more of? Do I need a little more self-love? Do I need to maybe, you know, go lie down? Do I need to maybe, you know, meditate a little bit? Uh, do I need to go for a walk, shift up the energy? Or do I need to look at like what is right in my life right now? Do I need a little more gratitude? You know, um, do I need to stop and say like, hold on, do I need a real attitude adjustment? And be like, wait, 
what am I, what have I learned, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or just, so say to yourself, which one of the four do I need right now? The most. The most. And, and give yourself that and do whatever it takes in that moment. But really own the four, like almost like in, ingrain them in your mind, those four things. And you could say like, what is it I need right now? And do it for yourself. How do you remember the, like, I mean, I know you've written about it and this is what you've studied and practiced for a living, but let's say for me or for anyone else listening, like what's the best way that we can remember quickly these four things so that when we we could sit down and be like, okay, I'm not feeling well, I need one of these four things. So that's a great question. So first, let me just ask you right now without Mm -hmm. looking down, do you remember what they are? Love. I'm not looking. I'm turning my head from my computer. Love, gratitude. But I've also been staring at it for an hour. And I just read the book. Love, gratitude, mindfulness. Hold on. It's going to come to me. That's okay. Love, gratitude, learning. Yes, exactly. So how do you learn anything? You practice. Yeah. So just say it to yourself over and over. You know, when you drive home, just, you know, say with the four, the four. Also, I'm a big post-it girl. I was about to say. Love post-its. Write it on a post-it. Love, gratitude, mindfulness, learning. What do I need right now? I mean, I'm telling you, and I really would love for you Mm -hmm. to tell me after you really make this a practice. And I love for people to come back and tell me how it works. I'd love to know how it works. Yeah, I will. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, one other question. So... At the end of every episode, I well, I do. Uh, I get questions from listeners, and so here, let me see. So I have, and this is specific about pelvic pain, but you you can give insight into how they can adjust their mindset. So, if someone has anxiety before going to the gynecologist, uh-huh. let's say. Uh-huh. She said before a pelvic exam in specific. How do you calm yourself down? Your breath is your best your breath. friend. Uh-huh. Your breath. I mean, really, just to to connect with your breath and mm-hmm. breathe into. Breathe. So here's really, really specific. So we want to turn on our parasympathetic nervous system. Right. So the way to do that is to, if you put your hand on your belly. Mm-hmm. And you breathe in through your nose and your belly rises. Hold it. And then out through your mouth as if you're blowing through a straw. Let's do that two more times. So in through your nose, hand on your belly, belly rises. Hold. Two, three. Out through your mouth like a straw. One more time, in through your nose, out through your mouth like a straw. <clears throat> it calms you down. So that calms you down. And then just notice your thoughts. Excuse me. Notice what you're thinking. Notice where you're going with your thoughts. Try to really control your thoughts and not go to that scary place think of something positive and also nothing <clears throat> is permanent you're not going to be in that position forever exactly it's going to end exactly so That's you have to use your breath and what you can and mm-hmm. your your mental muscle to get through it absolutely and that's a really good point mm-hmm. even with the pain too is that you know the pain is not going to stay as severe mm-hmm. for that long no. right it's going to be 
it's going to change. Yeah. So knowing that is really, really important. Nothing stays the same forever. Right. The only thing we can be sure of is change. Change, yeah. <laughs> I know. I love that quote, too. Yeah. So can you tell everyone where they can listen to your TED Talk, buy your book, go on your website, follow you on Instagram. Thank you, thank you. Okay, well, Hannah, this has been such a pleasure. You are I'm so just happy that you were do- you're doing this with gift. me. Gift. You are a gift, <laughs> really. Um, okay, so the book is called The Recipe for Real Happiness, and you can get it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. My website is melissagarson.com, and my Instagram is mgmelissagarson. And I'll link everything so that people can... Perfect, 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 perfect. And, and I'm happy to get emails. And, you know, I, I really love, love what I do. And, and I'm grateful to be here and sharing it. You're so, so helpful. And, Thank you. and the work you do is really important. Thank you. Not enough people realize how important it is. Thank you so much. I'm glad that you're here. And for everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Please share your thoughts, comments, and questions about this episode or any other episode at info at the women's pelvic health podcast.com. I would love to hear from you. And as always, please rate and review the podcast in the iTunes store. I wish all of you health, healing, and happiness. <laughs>